Hello, hello, and welcome to the absolute last 46th episode of the NPC Podcast. Yeah, this is the end a of the 46th. A harmonious video game podcast with character. I am your host, NPC Paul, and I demand that all future Square Enix game come packaged in a square box with a CD that is squared and honed to a razor's edge. With me today is Dan. And Dan... How are you doing today? Hello, hello, hello. That's great. I'm doing much better. I've actually been sick for the last few weeks. Yeah, you have been, but it's yeah. good to see you here. But he is demanding that the new Final Fantasy VII remake only come out on PS1 and comes with as many Black Bottom PS1 discs as oh necessary my God, I miss to Black fit Bottoms. the full 4K remake for nostalgia purposes. No, it looks fucking amazing. Oh my god, that video is so good. <laughs> oh my god, when I saw that fucking thing. Oh right? My god. Looks good. Looks yeah. good. Episode I was so warm. Okay. It was going to be great. Anyway. Ah, uh, Katie. She would be with us today, but she is currently chained to the BioWare Studios main door until they make Revan from Knights of the Old Republic canon in, in the Anthem. Star Wars character. Oh, wait, no. No, not an anthem. Come on, don't be dumb. <laughs> but we do have Leonard. Leonard is here. However, his demands are simple. Naruto in Smash Brothers. And he is on a hunger strike until it happens. Yep. How's that going? Um, It's going all right. Uh, all I've been doing is saying a really loud chance of like uh, ninjutsus and... Uh, the reason why I'm speaking so low today is because my voice is still recovering. No, I get that. And, like, I'm sure that you being on a hunger strike doesn't doesn't help. Yeah, how are you supposed to get the chakra for ninjutsu if you can't eat? That's true. That's true. You eat from the planet. Jesus, yeah. God. I can't <laughs> eat from a planet. I'm not a plant. And Kent would be with us today, but it's Mother's Day, so he's spending his day with his mom, yes. which is great. Happy However, Mother's Day to all the mothers Happy out Mother's Day, for sure. Happy Mother's Day. Yes, yes. Uh, however, uh, Kent is spending time with his mother by marching on Washington to demand that time splitters be prominently displayed in the Smithsonian. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That was yeah. perfect. Yeah, I that. yeah. <laughs> that's fair. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking, of course, about what we've been playing, which, uh, you know, it's been two weeks, so maybe something's changed. Nope. Uh, yep. <laughs> we're also going to be talking about a whole bunch of uh, video game news, uh, some that won't surprise you at all, and some that will surprise you a little bit. And then our topic, if you can't read the uh, uh, freaking title of the episode, because we're going to be talking blind. about Gen 9, which I found out like Is yesterday. Is that like Ben 10? That we are in Gen 9. It is like Ben 10, actually. It's yeah. exactly like Ben 10. Okay. Yeah, so we got a boys' night here going on. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah, boys' night? Boys' night? Uh, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I mean, Game of Thrones has started yeah. and probably has already finished. Oh, don't fucking say that word. I haven't seen the episode yet. <laughs> oh, so you want me to spoil it for you? Okay. End you. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to start the show with what we always start the show with. What have we been playing? I'm going to go first because I barely ever go first. It hasn't really changed. I've been playing Sims and I've been playing Apex. Uh, but I did uh, download Faster Than Light again. Uh, and I've been playing FTL. I love that game. It's such a great game. Um, but then uh, this other game is having a free weekend on Steam. And so I definitely checked it out. The game is called Stellaris. And no one here or anyone listening within a thousand miles wants to care about what this game is. It's basically uh, Civ Civilization, but oh, in God. space. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, so space civilization. It's, it's space civilization. It's very well done. It's done by uh, Paradox. Wasn't that just like Civilization Beyond or whatever? You shut up. We don't talk about Beyond Earth. <laughs> beyond. Yeah. Yeah. So you that, shut your mouth. <laughs> that's what you're playing, isn't it, Paul? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Stellaris. It's a great it's game. A Everybody pleasure. should try it out. Yeah. Of course, if you're listening to this, the free weekend has been done for two days. So, so that's very helpful, Paul. <laughs> good job. Good game, though. It, it, yeah, really it's a game gameplay. It's, it's sixty bucks. I'm not going to pay it. Yeah. Dan, what have you been playing? Oh, psh, I mean, I've been playing all the new games that have been out. Brand I mean, new, all of them, off, off the yeah. shelf, just like bam. There yeah, it is. yeah. Um, no. Uh, see, the <laughs> only thing that new that I've been playing is Mortal Kombat 11 on the yeah. Switch. Yeah. Uh, actually, I know no. you want to talk about that, but you have been playing uh, Overwatch too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I okay. Mean, I was going to get to those, Paul. Okay. Well, I I was saying that the Mortal Kombat 11 was the headline of what you've been playing. Yeah, I mean, start at the top and work my way down. All All right, right, for sure. All right. Yeah. Um, So, do you want me to cover it or no? Yes, I do want you to cover it, Dan. Paul. We we are out of sync this This time. This is not working. (laughs) Too much testosterone. Just Um, like a stripper. (laughs) Um, So, Mortal Kombat 11 is actually a great game. The mechanics are fantastic. Cool. But it's the one thing that has been driving me kind of like insane is that the no graphics. Yeah, it's definitely the visuals. Oh yeah. yeah. It's uh that no one's actually talking about this. Something that blew up, you know, with the games industry like over the last ten years or so and that kind of died out. Sim City. Yeah. I remember Sim City. So Exactly. Sim City was one of the things that blew this all up was yeah. uh DRM, digital rights management, um right. the fact that you have to actually be connected to the internet for certification to play the game, basically. Yep. And this became a big issue, and game companies stopped doing it. Well, WB decided, hey, you know what game really needs to be online all the time? A fighting game. Especially a portable version of a yeah, fighting game. Yeah, and a portable version at that. That doesn't have, like, cell service or anything. It's not, it's not the mobile version of the fighting yep. game. It's the console version that is portable. Exactly. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, and if you do happen to drop internet connection, guess what? what? You're out of the match. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so just for the listener's sake, you're not talking about online matches. Of no, course no, no, you no. would have to be connected online. Yeah, yeah no, I'm talking literally anything that is not pretty much story mode or regular 1v1 matches. Anything that has to do with things that you would get an unlock for time spent, any sort of in-game currency for the coins, for the combat coins, I think right. they're called. something like that. Um, that you could use towards the crypt mm-hmm. to even access the crypt. All of that has to be done while online. Um, they actually added a little mode, and this is one of the reasons why I picked it up on the Switch, is that you can actually set the AI to play a match for you, and you could use that to grind out some of the stuff. Because the big thing that everyone's pissed off about is like, oh my god, there's so much to grind for, it's such a grind. Yeah, okay, that's fine. And then they added this mode so you don't have to be playing the whole time. Well, on a portable console, that's great because I can just let it play a match, let it grind out some stuff, and I can go to the crypt and go play. Yeah. But if you want to do that anywhere that's not at home or where you have a stable Wi-Fi, guess what? You're out of luck. You have to be tethered down. You have to be tied to the Internet, and that makes it no, I mean, fucking that, pointless. Yeah, that, that's a serious problem. And it was a huge problem a few years ago. Uh, with SimCity and there was a handful of others yeah. that basically required you to be online mm-hmm. all the time to be able to even access the game. And this isn't as bad, but it is just as bad. It's on a product that it 
really does not make sense for right, right. And right. all this is strictly for their um, microtransaction model, yeah, because they want people to be legitimized for unlocking stuff, yeah. So that way they can track to make sure you are not not being able to spend their spend your money for things. Right, right. They yeah. want you to always be able to do that. Anytime yeah. you want to spend a three like forty bucks on this game. You can do that. Well, yeah, and they want to make sure that you're not cheating the system, so that, that way you have to spend the money. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, other so than that... That's, that's yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. Other than that, uh, Overwatch. Okay. Overwatch. Yeah. <clears throat> not really much Apex, sadly, because there's no fucking updates, man. It's coming. It's coming. I know. I, yeah. Maybe I should have mentioned this when I was... Yes. Uh, Apex is, is struggling right now, especially in the Twitch stream, but... Considering that it is still garnering like, I think seven million people playing. Oh yeah, no, it's not a bad day. game. I'm like, just, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's doing fine. It's not dying. It's not as crazy as it once was. But oh, yeah, no. of course not. Like, it's just gonna die. And actually, I mentioned this on the off week. Uh, there's a reason for that, but I will get back to it uh, in the news section later on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. The only other thing that I've done is I downloaded Ark again oh, to play Dan. offline. Oh, Dan. As a builder, uh -huh. so I so I did load it up when I walked around one of the new maps, and I was like, <sighs> "Here we go again." Here we go again. And I was <laughs> oh, like, shit. "You know what? I couldn't find a nice spot to build, so I turned it off." Really? Yeah. All right. That's that's literally. I, I want to go in, build myself a nice little cottage kind of mansion thingy. That's what I want to do. That's it. Get the Sims, bro. I don't want to go to the bathroom. You just build. No. No. All right. You said no. no. Sims is great. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Leonard, you're up. What have you been playing, man? I have been playing quite a bit. <clears throat> I uh, am been playing Red Dead Redemption again. I saw that you were on Red Dead. It yes. made me very happy. God, why are you um, playing that trash? <laughs> Hey, it's not I trash. Get game of the year. Oh, you oh. son of a bitch! <laughs> All I can say is um, I'm at a part where things are turning, and uh, what I suspected to the happen. Great left turn, they call it. Yeah, um, no one ever sees the left. <laughs> the one thing that I expected to happen actually did. Starts with the letter T. Turn. No. Terrence. It's uh, YouTube. Terrence Howard. It is YouTube. Oh. Yeah. But not not the you. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know if <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Dan wants the game spoiled. I don't know if you I don't care, but I don't imagine the listeners <laughs> want it. Well, I'm yeah, not spoiling uh, for uh, them. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. So <laughs> Uh, I, I am solidifying now our NPC 1v1 podcast that will be coming out at some point in the future. Uh, and the first thing we are going to be tackling is Red Dead Redemption. Um, yeah, shut up, Dan. Stop and I will not eyes. be on that episode. No, you won't. No, you won't. It's, yeah. it's going to be Kent and Katie and me, and it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. All right. We're, we're gonna, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, that's you, not a 1v1. I'm just if, throwing if that out there. If you finished it, if you finished it, we can, I can finish have it. you on there. For sure. Yeah. Uh, it's in the future. Anyway, sorry. Um, I've been struggling with, should we spoil the game? Uh, should we have an entire episode with the tag spoilers for Red Dead, considering that it is very old now and people have probably finished the story if they're going to finish the story. And if they're not going to finish the story, can we fucking move on? 
I'd say, I mean, if you're going to do a spoiler, at least spoiler tag it beforehand. I guess. Yeah, just title it whatever and then put in spoilers. the beginning just, oh, yeah. warning, spoilers. Everyone yeah. knows that I am very into keeping things spoiler free. Yes, you are. So I will make sure we stay on top of that as much He as was militant, everybody, when Endgame was coming out. Yep. Fucking militant about spoilers. Yep. He didn't even want to know our opinions about the movie that we had seen. Nope. <laughs> well, why would I care? I'm going to watch it. It's true. All right. So you've been playing Red Dead. Yes. And something major just happened, and that's fantastic. And we can yes. definitely talk about it on the NPC 1v1 whenever that comes yes. out. Um, I've also been playing, no surprise, Fortnite. Uh, yeah. uh, I hear they've, uh, let's see, there's something about a portal. Uh, that you can uh, shoot through or something? There was an end game one, end game thing. Yeah, there was an end game mode. It was actually kind of cool. fun. It was actually really fun for the first part. Playing as the hero is cool, you know? Um, I will admit, when you're playing the game, you feel like you're really like, you're like, okay, this is cool. Like, mm -hmm. they didn't make things, it, at first it's like, okay, they didn't make things too powerful. At the same time, they didn't make things too cheap. Okay. And then so they updated it. balanced then they updated it. Oh. Not once, not twice, three times. Once so that Wasn't they can Was it only a two week thing? Yeah, I think so. Either it's two, it was either two or three times they updated it. Either okay. way. All right. Um cuz like I I mean I can imagine them like updating the shit out of it, but So what they did <laughs> was when they were doing it is they nerfed the hero side. Cuz I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. The Iron Man suit part was really, really just auto-aim assist. It was, n like, literally... Well, he's Iron Man. He's, he's got, Iron like... Man. It yeah, sense. no, I, I mean, it. Yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense. But then, like, Thor's hammer was really good. Um, Captain America's shield, really good. Even Hawkeye's bow was really good. Okay. Yeah. But then when you go to the, I think it was the Chitari. Yeah, the yeah, Chitari. Yeah, yeah, the bad guys. They were, so this is before the update that they had. It was almost unfair most of the time. You had to be like a veteran Fortnite player to be good. Can you build as a ch Chitari? Yes, you can build, but it doesn't really do much. Because oh. if you have all the people coming at you, attacking you, yeah. I've always thought that building doesn't do much in general in Fortnite. It mm, can. Well, in vanilla base game modes, it's very important. Yeah. 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 All right. And then um, their update. I always thought just kill the guy, you know? <laughs> no, it's, Get the it's, gun, it's, it's about guy. building quickly, letting the opponent have to waste out their ammo so that way you can capitalize um, while they're reloading kind of things. Yeah. yeah. It's mechanics. It's a reload push and not a health push? Yeah, mostly. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. Because you it, can reload it time. It's, it's literally yeah. all it is is just for time and management. Right. Yeah, okay. All yeah. Right. Um, but then they had update two, yeah. uh, or update one. They nerfed the uh, Iron Man a little bit, which was good because they made it even. Okay. And then um, the thing was when they did that, they didn't nerf really anything else. So Thor's hammer was the strongest, and Captain America's was the strongest. And so was Hawkeye's. And still people were complaining like, oh, it makes no sense because if I'm evil, how am I supposed to win? How am I supposed to get these challenges done? Especially for the free-to-play people because yeah. you can get free-to-play stuff. So then they updated again. So then they nerfed that and then they also buffed up a little bit of the Chitari. 
And even so, when it came past to that second update, um, it still seemed like it was really unfair. So I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be doing Katie's Destiny Corner. And I'm gonna Actually, be, I was going to take that, if you don't mind. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll, this will touch on what you're talking about, Leonard. And like, so my thing is, why, why touch it? It's only out for three weeks. People are only going to be playing it for those three weeks leading up to Endgame. And that's the only reason you're doing it is so that you have synergy with Endgame. Um, put it out. Don't touch it. Yeah, I mean, unless things are broken to like, an extent. Yeah, I mean, unless people are getting crashes. If people are getting game crashes, that's one thing. If people are getting uh, uh, kicked from lobbies for X, Y, or Z reason, that's another thing. Yeah. But if one character is... Slightly overpowered over another character? If it's slightly, yeah, then there's no need to touch it. I mean, if you look at Apex, the one thing that they've gone out from the beginning was saying, like, look, we want people to get past the initial curve. They want people to, you know, get an actual baseline of what the game is like, what the weapons are actually like once people learn them, actually learn them. Yeah, yeah. And that's... Like like the fundamentals of each single weapon. Exactly. And that's why the first patch wave, like, took forever to come out because they wanted people... To actually to learn get the it, game. To understand it. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that so that takes when time. the meta changed, like it changed sort of now. Yeah, yeah. To the wingman got of. less ammo. They realized what it took to actually bring it down without destroying the weapon. Right, right. So, yeah. like, yeah, they, they're smart about their slowness. And again, I, I'm, we're going to be talking about this in the yeah. news one. So maybe we should just move on from here. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like Fortnite should just sort of leave the, it alone for yeah. a second. The problem is, is the community is not a community that handles waiting. I don't think patience is their demographic's strong point. That is definitely one of their biggest things, I would say. Um, patience can be a big problem, and at least the Fortnite community. And one of the things, too, is just being able to find something that, like, you know, makes it a common ground for both. Right. And, like, I don't know. I They've, they've fostered that within themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, it's because of their aggressive patch updates and their aggressive season updates that their audience has gotten used to constant content always coming out. Yeah. And which is good and bad. Yeah, I mean, they, they dug themselves into their hole. Yeah, which, I mean, to be honest, when I played Fortnite, I didn't have a problem with any of that because, to me, it's supposed to be that. It is the, you know, spice of the week or whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. the thing that's like... The oh, constant this... meta change. Yeah, and, it's just, yeah. it just fluctuates. It does this, does this, does that. I don't care because if it's terrible now, it's going to be something else in a couple weeks. Right, right. So, so anything else you've been playing or you just want to... Yeah, uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes Roll Mission is pretty fun still. Okay. Enjoying it a lot. Um, they just released DLC, free DLC, mind you, of uh, stuff from the Dragon Ball Super movie that came out. Also smart, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. they're they're keeping Super it. Super is the one that is canon. GT is the one that. Yeah, not. GT is not canon. Okay. Super is canon. All right, yeah, I, GT I is the old that. one. Super is the new one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. The only thing that came cool out of it was Super uh, Super Saiyan Four. Um, also, been kind of jumping back into Dragon Ball Fighters. Nice. I actually because I watched uh, Dragon Ball Abridged the entirety of it because Katie and I binged it uh and it's fucking hilarious um i kind of want to get into xenoverse 2 it is fun um kent Kent is saying like yeah we should we should hop in on that yeah yeah, definitely if 
if you want to, Kent, of course, Kent plays it. I yeah, play, yeah. and I have another friend that also plays it. Nice. Uh, it Is gets it you. Player? Yeah, you can do four. I believe you can. Yeah, you can do. Nice. You can do four nice. playing uh, player stuff. And that's the creative character too, and I'm I'm all yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, uh, it's been pretty fun. Also. Speaking of Xenoverse 2, I'm excited because something actually is coming out for it. New DLC. Wow. Which is good and bad. Good because more content. Sure. Bad because Xenoverse 3 is just one step further. That's true. Because there's still well, a lot of... Th- there are things good and bad about Xenoverse 2, and I will not go into it because it's a lot. Yeah. But all I will say is that Xenoverse 2 is Xenoverse 2s, and it needs to just be Xenoverse 3 so we can fix those problems. All right. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we're getting Project Z, right, eventually? Yeah, but that's going to be different. Okay. That's uh, free, supposedly RPG kind of free open world. world. It's an open world RPG. It's open world going Let's through go the through. story of <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Nice. Yep. Nice. All right, cool. Uh, all right, so the Destiny Corner, it's short but sweet. Because Katie's not here, but she wanted to make. She don't want me to cover it. I mean, I'm totally good. What what did what did Uh, you say? Well, I mean, I thought it was only fitting to talk about the end of Bungie as a whole, as a company, um, and that I did it since you know such a big fan of Bungie. Um, Yeah. So Destiny Three actually got sold off to Soldier Boy to go on his new console. Yeah. Um, And it's a. I think it might actually be good there because it's not going to have much competition. Right. And we knew that was true. kind of their big issue. Yeah, yeah. Is finding, you know, a platform where they'd actually succeed mm-hmm. and keep mm-hmm. a fan base, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wish Bungie the best of luck and whatever they do end up doing. Yeah. So, is Zavala going to be uh, voiced by Soldier Boy? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they confirmed that. Yeah, now. They gotcha. Confirmed okay. That. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. going to have a great soundtrack. And so is Shax, actually. Ooh. And Lord Saladin. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Lord Salad Everyone hands. is going to be Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'll work. Destiny but Soldier Boy. Yeah. 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 It's called Soldier Destiny. <laughs> Destiny Boy. No, that was all fake. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I let Dan go on for that long. Uh, yeah, same. I was, I was waiting to get cut. Yeah, he was pretty good. He was doing uh, what the normal memers do nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I can already see Katie listening back to this episode so and just yelling her. at her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the real Destiny Corner, uh, she wanted to talk about Outbreak Prime, which is this uh, completely surprise quest that just popped up and no one knew about it. Not even, like, uh, the, you know, top Destiny guys that are always going to whatever Destiny Con or, I don't, I don't know, I'm not as good at Destiny Corner as Katie. <laughs> uh, anyway... Um, but yeah, it's this quest that, uh, they, they brought back the old tower, like a portion of the old tower that you had to like go through and it was uh, sort of horror-esque, uh, and they gave you a, a fancy gun at the end that apparently was in D1 that I never played. Um, but what she wants to drill home mostly in her Destiny Corner that I'm doing is that this is what she wants to see more of. Just like shit that no one sees from left field like this is really cool it's super random it made me almost want to come back and then i remembered r and jesus and we're not friends right now let me tell you about r and jesus my friend <laughs> you have to pray to him and worship him every day i know and, and if I you're going to play xenoverse 2 with us you have to do it 
every second of your life. <laughs> every second. All right. Well, I mean, it's good. That's good to know. That is good to know. Uh, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's it for Destiny Corner. Uh, more random and surprise quests from Bungie, please. And maybe when Activision is so, finally because okay, I actually heard a little bit about this because that is the gun is actually called the Outbreak Prime. Yes, yeah. yes, the gun is called the Outbreak. Because yeah, I saw the a Outbreak picture. Prime quest. I yeah, know. I saw a picture of it. And I was like, hey, it's the Outbreak Prime. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, went, yeah, on, yeah. went on with my life. Now it's in D two. Yeah. So yay, yay. All right, so we are going to take a break and then we're going to come back and talk about news. Everybody, enjoy the ad that's going to be playing right about now. Hi, everyone. This is your friendly neighborhood NPC Paul, and I'm here to talk to you about something that is very important to me. Well, I have a question, first off. Have you ever thought of starting a podcast of your own? When I was trying to get my podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I get sponsors to make money? Where do I find and put my podcasts onto, etc.? How do I make money from these podcasts? Well... Every answer to all of my questions was right in front of my face, and I was disappointed in myself for not realizing it before. The answer is simple. It is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing my podcast and your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid for podcasts right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading these words in this ad. When I started off with Anchor, I also had a couple questions. But guess what? I sent one email out, and just days later, I had all of the answers I needed to get started on Anchor. Recording ads for Anchor was just as simple as I thought it was going to be, and just as lucrative. I'm really happy about it. So if you want to get started making your own podcasts and making money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. One more time, that is anchor.fm slash start and I cannot wait to hear what podcast you have. Ow. <clears throat> so why the fuck does he always talk about destiny? Like I don't know. It's man. like I mean I get it. If you have a cocaine addiction then keep on smoking or right? sniffing it. You know right? just try meth once. Just once try it's, meth. It's fun. I mean if if anything the, uh, just try meth once. My god. I'm really glad, you know, these uh, breaks aren't recorded. No. No, no, no. That would be that'd be really uh, stupid. Is we the lion one. supposed to be moving? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're we're muted now. Okay, the, good. The ad's playing and then it's going to come Ooh. back and oh, that's good. Yeah, we got about uh, a few more seconds. See a Paul Simon book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Cool. You guys ready? ready? Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yep. Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. So, we're going to start with Nintendo news, because Nintendo news is never sad. Leonard. Nintendo news! But it's short. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, was, I was pretty good. I yeah, was looking yeah. at my shit, 
and uh, not not what? in the toilet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that joke off right there, yeah. right at the stem. I, that's what I do best. Yeah. Um. So, because I'm a lumberjack. Yeah, you pinched off that joke. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, <laughs> was looking at uh, my Nintendo facts and stuff, and something interesting that I did tell you earlier, Paul, mm-hmm. and something that we have officially confirmed mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah, we are more accurate than Inside Gaming, which is the uh, news arm of Rooster Teeth. All thanks All to Nintendo enthusiasts. Yes, and the reason I'm saying this, and I don't want to throw them too far under the bus. They do a lot of good work. I get a lot of my information from them. But uh, recently they did post a, like, 25-minute uh, episode about uh, their predictions for uh, the Switch. But the video was entitled... Basically, the new consoles from Switch. So, very clickbaity, very weird. And they went into incredible detail as to what their uh, Nintendo, what uh, Inside Gaming thinks Nintendo is going to announce at E3. Specifically, their two new systems that have been rumored for months and months now. And they went into price points and they went into uh, uh, hardware specs and what one can do over the other, etc. And we were just confirmed. Uh, today, and I think uh, the article came out uh, late last night, that um, uh, at E3, Nintendo won't be talking about any hardware at all. It's only going to be games. Yep. Yep. And this is the exact reason I don't want to talk about uh, the Nintendo consoles that have not been announced or confirmed or anything. Like, we have... I don't even think we have patents. We have less information about these consoles than we did about the VR that actually did come out two years after the patent was... F- anyway. <laughs> well, and this is the... I mean, it's the issue with the games media in general. Right, right. Um, it lives and dies by clicks. Um, yeah. People don't realize, like, there's a metric that weighs in how long you're watching something as to how many people are actually clicking it. Yep, yep. And all that Retention. is revenue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, as some of you may know, if not, I was going to mention it at the end of the episode, but I will do both instead. Um, we are now on YouTube. At least the topic portion of uh, our episodes will be going up on YouTube from here on out. Um, so, watch out, Ninja! Watch out, Ninja! Here we come. No, but uh, but We're really, coming for you, uh, I'm learning a lot about uh, YouTube's weird things Algorithm. that they do and the algorithms that they do like uh, I, I'm tagging it the best I can but I know that no matter how much I tag we're never going to get on top of YouTube uh, unless people watch unless people consistently watch and, and we up. consistently get uh, uh, thumbs up comments content like on and there share. and likes subscriptions etc 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 ring that bell ring that bell yeah so <laughs> uh, it's it's YouTube is a funny place and Rooster Teeth works just as hard as everyone else to get to the top, and they are at the top, so they deserve to stay at the top. Mm. But... I don't think anyone deserves to stay at top. You have to earn it. That's true. You do have to earn it. Yeah. Uh, And Funhouse earns it. In my opinion, they earn it, because they consistently come out with funny content about video games while they're playing video games, etc., etc., etc. And that's fantastic. Inside Gaming, it's like a three-to-one ratio of shit video that I cannot stand that they even put up uh, versus real legitimate uh, news content content. Yeah. I mean, people don't, I think, understand the power of their click. Yeah. Um, Very like, powerful. Yeah. I mean, you can be browsing, just watching random videos, but just if you actually take a second to think about what you are clicking on. Right. 
that click itself is a level of support to right. generate that type of content. Right. You know, I'm not a big fan of top 10 lists, but I do watch a lot of top 10 lists. Yeah. They're so, easy, man. Yeah. And they're, they're easy. interesting. They're entertaining. They're yeah, just yeah. something they're you feel quick. time. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, I get it. You know, yeah. you, sometimes it's, you'll do things, whether you support it or not, you'll, you can support yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And podcasts have always been much simpler. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe, but that doesn't matter to the numbers. Mm-hmm. What matters is a uh, rating and an actual download. And reviews. Uh, rating and review, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The written review, less so. It's it's the stars that matter. Yeah. Um, but that's only on iTunes, and it's different for every other platform. But iTunes is the king. So anyway, uh, so if you download the episode, that's what we see. That's what we know. This episode did well. This episode didn't do well because it's literally downloaded. I yeah. don't know if you listen to it because it's a file that you're literally taking off of a server and doing whatever you want to it, I guess, at that point. Um, but uh, what I can tell is that you downloaded it. Yeah. So it's a lot simpler with podcasts, and now YouTube is confusing the hell out of me. Yeah. Back to the point. But yeah. Back to the point, yeah. So E3 is pretty much, like they, like they say in Nintendo Enthusiasts, that they're thinking mainly what will come out of it, uh, the things that will mainly announce these things, because it's a three-day event. Oh. Um, Did they do that last year? What, E3? Uh, well, the treehouse thing is that a three? Yeah, thing? so they did do that last year. So yeah. it's pretty much their like live streams. I think of yeah, yeah, yeah. everything that they do Nintendo wise. Yeah, um, Nintendo's been ahead of the game for this kind of digital, you know, access. Which is surprising considering that they just got a fucking online service just, and it's yeah. still not fucking. Just decent. Like, hey, I found a modem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually uh, just reined into it a bit more. Um, that's how they announced uh, Metroid: Samus Returns. Yeah. So, um, but some Which of the games that, no, yeah, sadly. Um, but hey, take your time with it. I'm fine with do it. it. Right. Just yeah, do it right. Just get it right, please. Yeah, and that's what uh, they, they, that's what uh, Square is doing with um, Final Fantasy. So yeah. yeah, yeah, they took their time and it looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks beautiful, but it's episodic. I don't want to talk about well, that right now. I mean, uh, we'll have to find out if that's still true. It is still true. Is it? It is confirmed that it is still episodic. Also. Yeah, I, we don't know what those episodes mean. Does that mean that the first, uh, you know, fifteen minutes of the game is one episode, and, and we have to wait six years later? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, we don't know. So, yeah. But um, one thing's for sure that people are thinking predictions like, oh, what are they going to announce? What are they going to put out? Like, blah blah blah. What's going right. to happen here? What's going to happen here? And uh, a lot of people are thinking they're going to be seeing a lot of updates on pretty much. I'd say the top three games, Pokemon Sword and Shield, yep, or technically obviously. four, mm-hmm. um, Luigi's Mansion 3, okay, Animal Crossing, and maybe yes. another little update on Super Mario Maker 2 because it comes out around that time and maybe it'll give another little update or add something to it. It'll probably be like, this is how much we're projected to sell, this is how much is... Because I can't remember if it comes out before or after E3. I think it's after. Well, it's uh, it I does... June. I don't remember... The direct comes out June se- or sorry, the event happens June seventh at E three. Yeah. So it might be. I feel like it might be a little after. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably just add a character or something, and I'll be like, hey, check it out, yeah. and they'll have a little video, and then we'll. Move hey, on. look, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> great movie. Seriously, everybody listening to this, go watch it. It's a great movie, Detective Pikachu. Best video game movie of all time. Now we Hands need down. Detective I Mario. Hands down. I haven't seen it, but I just disagree. <laughs> now we need Detective Mario. Yeah, that'd be fun. Detective or like Mario, Mario is missing the movie. 
right? That'd be fun. Yeah, let's let's not do <clears throat> get ahead of ourselves because remember <laughs> the first Super Mario Brothers movie, which I was do. fantastic. Remember, shut up, Dan. Remember the Goombas? <laughs> yeah, they did not look like Goombas. Uh, there was one thing that you didn't mention that I need you to mention, and that is uh, people are saying that Brie Larson. Uh, should be oh yes yes so nintendo enthusiasts uh also went on to saying hey you know uh we love detective pikachu but they just found out something from brie larson brie larson again not sure if it's quoted or not because i didn't read it too much but i saw the title so right that's Um, that's all you need that's all you need brie larson looks like she'd be interested in doing metroid prime yeah or like a live action like live action like a movie? Yeah. I wouldn't mind if they used her as the voice actress for Samus from here on out. Um, I mean, I don't know if they'd... I think they could it. use that's, her. That's like she, Yeah, that is expensive. She she'd actually be really Captain cool. Marvel, so. She'd be really cool as yeah, it, but... Eh. So, I want to move on to the news topic that I want to bring up because it sort of ties into the Fortnite conversation that we were having not too long ago. I brought this up uh, two weeks ago in uh, the episode... Um, uh, that didn't actually happen, happened, uh, because we were all sick and we were all doing other shit. Uh, anyway, so there was a Polygon report that Fortnite employees and devs are working 80 to 100 plus hour weeks. And this is not a crunch conversation. This is a 80 to 100 plus hours weeks. The reason why, of course, is because of the content rollout and the content schedule that Fortnite keeps. And that is a constant stream of content. Now, a lot of these employees, of course, are going to be contract workers, and we will get more depth uh, with that specific topic in a little bit. But uh, this is the thing that worries me about the gaming industry. And 80 to 100 plus hours for content for Fortnite is too much. Yep. And... To juxtapose that, uh, almost, it was perfect timing, really. Respawn came out with a roadmap, kind of, for what they want uh, going forward. And they were basically saying that we don't want to put out a bunch of content every single week. This is for Apex. Yeah, this is for Apex. We don't want to put out content every single week for the meta to change and for the game to change so dramatically that people can't keep up and there's nothing like tying somebody down to... Uh, the game for too long. We want people to enjoy the content that we give them, and uh, then we will give you more later. And the reason that they're doing this, one, is because that's a lot of work, and they don't want to put their devs in that kind of position to work 80 to 100 plus hours. They want their devs to go home and enjoy their family lives with their friends and their families and whatever the hell they want to do, Instead of constantly making content for a video game. And to me, that is enough. That is perfect. That makes me want to play Apex every single day and enjoy that game even more because they are respecting their development team. Yeah, I mean, I would want to make sure to get make sure we hear that stuff from the actual development team, not the, you know, just the PR side of it. I'm not saying that isn't. This like, is a head developer. Okay. Yeah. Still, I mean, the development I, manager. Excuse me. Yeah, but I just I take everything with a grain of salt. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I do too. But considering that they haven't really been 
updating this game. Well, I just mean too as often. in like we got to make sure that they're keeping their staff on board because it does right. mean if you do have a lax development cycle, then it can turn into a skeleton crew and right. whether or not staff are getting let go because well you're not needed anymore because yeah. the project is done. Yeah. And I mean, the one thing they also like said... I'm not saying that is happening. I'm just saying, like, that's the stuff I worry about. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that they also said is that the upcoming Star Wars game that they're doing, no one from the Apex team is working on a Star, Star Wars game, just period. Um, but that also means that future plans for a Titanfall game have been pushed indefinitely. Yeah, there will be another Titanfall. It probably won't be coming out this generation, for sure. Um, but... Right now, they are focusing on Apex, probably because EA, Papa EA, was like, "No, you should do, you should do Apex. You have your fun with your Star Wars game, and that's going to get you a whole bunch of awards and 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 whatnots. But eh, stick with Apex. Keep going on Apex. Yeah, that's going to be their cash cow. Yeah, it is going to be their cash cow for sure. If they continue to do it right, they said that changes are coming to loot boxes and yeah, yeah, exactly. and whatnot. So, like, I I am hopeful. Um, I know that a big uh, uh, update will probably be coming next week. There isn't a solid date for it, but they said next week. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, yeah, there we go, right? Yeah. At least they're taking that into consideration. Now I want to take a quick sidestep into a conversation I wanted to have with you, Dan, uh, last week, but we weren't here. So CD, uh, yeah, CD Projekt Red came out and said that last year's Cyberpunk Showcase um, is not what the game looks like right now. Yeah. Aren't you? Aren't you afraid? Aren't you? Aren't you worried or mad or or Dan? Aren't you flipping tables? Dan, calm down. You're breaking the studio. No, Dan. Ah, Dan, come on. No. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, so uh, here's the thing. Um, I know a lot of people who are probably like seven um, don't know this. Okay. But the things that we see early in development <laughs> are early visions right. of a product right. and it's early part of its life cycle. Much like how you as a child do not look like your adult self. I look identical to my childhood self. I, found the, I mean, did you were you always with every, gray hair yep, or yep, every everything. Oh, you're I was I was six I was six two uh, when I was three, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, full gray, full head, full head of hair, yeah. full full mustache, that face, and that, and yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing is, it's like I, I expect it to change. I mean, if it turns into an RTS or something, I, I mean, I, I might be like, hey, uh, um, wait, what no, <laughs> yeah, Ex- excuse me, yeah, but like, uh, yeah, no, it's just it's early yeah. parts of the game. I mean, I don't imagine it's that different right i mean how play style if it turns into a third person shooter cool right whatever like you know what i mean like if you understand the fact that this is still early stages then you shouldn't be like this is what i'm getting this is what i want like no this is fucking early part of it yeah like you just you have to understand that and that's the games industry yeah don't understand that you are setting yourself up to fail (laughs) every fucking year yeah i mean this is another one of those clickbait things that again it keeps getting me i need to learn how to navigate youtube a little better and like recognize (laughs) clickbait when i see it anyway um uh, it 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 got me because i was like what what do you mean cd project red is or uh cyberpunk has changed uh and thinking about it for like three seconds into the video i was like wait of course yes it, 
that showcase was just a showcase of things that they want and things that you know. Yeah, it's like what the engine can kind of do at this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, you know, putting it together. So, and... like, of course, it's going to change. And what we saw uh, is something that I would like. And I'm sure that they know that too, and they're not going to change it to an RTS. They're not going to. Ch- they might change it to a th- third-person shooter, or they might uh, to like uh, one of those hybrids, like uh, Deus Ex. Yeah, exactly. Um, was like, and I'd totally be fine with that too, because at CD Projekt Red, I have complete faith in whatever they put uh, put in front of my face. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and, I mean, they are probably not going to disappoint. Unless you have unrealistic expectations. Right. If you go, I want the game that's in my head. Yeah. Guess yeah. what? You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. Just ask Peter Molyneux. Uh, so I was going <laughs> to oh. talk <laughs> I was going to talk a little bit about Poor Randy Milo. Pitchford and the whole uh, Borderlands and Gearbox. But Twitter. honestly, him. like, just look at Twitter and type in Randy Pitchford or Gearbox and you will get all the news for that specific situation that you'd ever want to know. He's a prime example as to why we have PR teams. Exactly. And somebody needs to shut him the fuck up for just two seconds, even though it's it's still not going to matter because it's Borderlands 3. Everybody and their mom is going to buy this goddamn game, no matter what Randy Pitchford yeah, says. The one thing I will say, Randy Pitchford is, as far as I can tell, he's that man. Like, I've seen him at events. He wears, like, a Hawaiian shirt. Like, right. he is, like, it's a sea of suits. Yeah. And Randy Pitchford in a fucking Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like he does not, I don't say he doesn't play by the rules because right. he's like a rebel, but right. like he's, he is him. Right. There is one specific point that I did want to make, and that is uh, some allegations that are coming out about uh, Gearbox um, somewhat, but mostly Randy Pitchford and the uh, voice actor for Claptrap. Uh, he has, that, yeah. the, the voice actor has made some wild claims. To be fair, um, about Randy Pitchford's uh, business and uh, uh, his dealings and how he deals with employees and yeah, there's been a lot of things that have come but, up, but I'd right, say it's, always it, it's hearsay, so I'm not necessarily yeah. uh, there's, there's no proof. There's no point and, in read. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all like rehash. That. So it's all yeah. rehash. Yeah, yeah. That was the sound of all the people raging at uh, Randy. Yes, yeah. yes, that You're was that's, the internet that's what that blowing was. up. <laughs> all right, so. On to Buried the Lead, my absolute favorite and the best-reviewed section of our entire show, Buried the Lead, the Can one that like I came like up with. intro song, kind of like... Uh, Buried the Lead. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so that's perfect. Um, we don't need to change that ever. Riot Games! If you haven't heard about this, then you're not paying attention to video games in general because I Riot Games... What's that? I actually hadn't heard of it. You hadn't heard of it? Until you told me about it. Jesus Christ, okay. Well, Riot Games had a walkout on the 6th over sexual harassment and sexual discrimination. Ooh. And Riot Games makes... Riot Games makes League of Legends the biggest game in the world. Fortnite, close second. League of Legends is king. Yeah. I mean... It's like, like, uh, what, soccer, you know? Soccer apparently is the greatest, the biggest sport in the world, but also us Americans, yeah, also known as football, uh, yeah, but us Americans are like, what the fuck is soccer? No, it's yeah. all about football, football, baseball, or fucking 
hockey yeah. for some oh, people. I mean, some hockey, I don't think in America. Weird fucking people. Great, but yes, anyways. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yes, League of Legends is the greatest, uh, not greatest, ooh, excuse me, biggest game in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Put the pitchfork down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is because, uh, I want to say maybe a month ago, yeah, I would say a month ago, there were some uh, allegations that came out uh, from a few female employees saying that, they were being sexually discriminated against for promotions and other things. Uh, there was also for uh, sexual harassment allegations as well. Um, but Riot Games and the company that owns Riot Games, which I can't quite remember because it's not as buzzfeedy and topicy as as Riot Games is. Um, anyway, uh, they put those two cases, two separate cases, into what's called private arbitration. Private arbitration is basically uh, we will talk to you plaintiff the person who is being uh hurt we will talk to you personally um you can talk you can have a lawyer present we will have our lawyers present but you can never speak of this outside of this room we will talk about it we might settle it doesn't matter because no one else will know about it except for you and me that's it yeah i mean that's a private settlement that's i mean as shady as it sounds that is a normal thing Sadly. Yes, it is a very, very common thing. Um, However, private arbitration also has with it some kind of even more fucked up details. Um, Yeah, yeah, a little more caveats. So basically, uh, a judge can look at the plaintiff's argument and just offhandedly say, no, your case won't be heard. And it is then thrown out. And because of double jeopardy and because of other crazy legal jargon uh they can they can't push it any further than that yep that's it any harassment that they would have received any discrimination that they would have received is now swept under the rug and riot games or whoever might be on the receiving end of those allegations uh would be getting off either scot-free or whatever they basically they would never have to deal with it and that's a huge problem so on the 6th of this very month that we are in, um, the Riot Games uh, basically had half of their staff just walk out and stand in the parking lot for a few hours. Um, and they, uh, yeah. Um, th- as I said, it's it's all about this private arbitration thing. The sexual discrimination and harassment is at the core of it, but what's most problematic is that they are not allowed to sue riot games for sexual harassment or sexual discrimination because of this private arbitration so this has never been done in the industry there has never once been a walkout and on the 16th of this very month um if they don't get a seat at the table if someone doesn't come to them and talk to them about this private arbitration clause in their contracts that mm-hmm. they are forced to sign to even become a developer or employee, period, yeah. uh, at the company. If that isn't either taken out or amended to deal with sexual misconduct, um, then on the 16th, they will do something bigger. They weren't really specific on what that is, but what that could be is starting to form a union. A union would be taking care of this. A union would be going to bat for them. And they would bring with them a team of lawyers to go up against uh, Riot Games' teams of lawyers. Or any other developer's teams of lawyers. 
Um, so we might be seeing right now the very first steps of the first game developers union. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's a lot of jumps to go from. It is a lot of jumps, but (laughs) one of the major jumps, uh, was the walkout. Another major jump is that the AFL CIO was there. The AFL CIO, if no one knows, because I didn't, um, is basically they are a nationwide uh, organization that is dedicated to making sure that people who are not in unions know that unions exist and know that their sector can get unions. They're basically yeah, I mean, an educational thing. Yeah, it's their job to let people know, hey, unions exist. Yeah, unions exist and you yeah. can be in one. Um, and everybody knows that I'm a pinko kami, so I am 100% for this small little group of people yeah. doing their I'm not, fantastic I am against jobs. it. I'm just saying, like, whether or not this leads to it, we don't know yet. Yeah, we it don't. It could just be a mass walkout into a point where, you know, a quarter of those people just quit. Right. That is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and, and a quarter of those people quitting would be incredibly detrimental to those individuals' lives because a lot of these people are contract workers. And as we've discussed a hundred times on this podcast, contract workers get the shaft in this industry. So I really want something to happen from this. I really want Riot Games to either step up and say, like, fine, if you don't want this private private arbitration uh, clause in your contract, we'll throw out the contract. Everybody sign new contracts. Bing, bang, boom. We're done. That will set a precedent throughout the entire industry, especially from Riot Games, um, that this private arbitration thing shouldn't be in uh, contracts when it comes to developers, especially in a male-dominated field. Yeah. Like, so this... Uh, I think... Uh, yeah, it's one of those things the... the <coughs> sorry, I'm still working off getting sick. For sure. Um, But I think as effective as it is for the employees to do this kind of things, um, us as consumers, us as gamers, if you are a League of Legends player, you know, that's the community that can actually show the biggest change. Right. If they uh, bind it together, and I'm sure there's actually things going on. I don't know. I don't really I haven't really followed it. Paul just told me about this whole thing. <laughs> um, look for that. If there is some sort of movement going on within the game itself, that is something that will get people to pay attention because that is who the stockholders are going to start seeing a backlash. You start attacking the pocketbooks. You start attacking what the brand is known as. Right. That will get shit to change. Right. No, I mean, that's 100%. Yeah. The case. So, like, yeah. as much as like it's pocket unions, books talk. Yeah, as much as it is unions and all this, players have the power. Like, it's just not just one of you, though. It takes right. everybody to get together. And it does find something to make a stance to make a voice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, best of luck to the Riot Games developers. Absolutely. Absolutely. They they need this uh, in their corner, and if we can get into their corner. Um, I would appreciate that. So if anybody out there is playing League of Legends, make some stink on Reddit or something. I, I don't mean, know where you people hide. from clan tags to, you know, just showing that you guys are all part of something. Yeah. Be solid. Yeah. Yeah. Show solidarity and be solid. That's yeah. all That's all we're trying to get at. Anyway, this news section has gone on for quite too long, but we will be coming back after this break with our topic. And that topic this week is Gen 9, which... Oh, yeah. I still don't feel like that's right. It the feels God like it's Gen like Gen seven. Nines. Yeah, Gen Nines. Anyway, yeah. after the break. Booker Catch. Hi, my name is Booker DeWitt. You might know me from Bioshock Infinite, but today I'm here to talk to you about Unectol. Booker, Booker Catch. Thanks, Elizabeth. 
I have a pretty active lifestyle. Take it. This one here keeps me pretty busy. Booker. So when my doctor Booker, told catch. me about my Booker. severe rheumatoid arthritis due to repetitive Booker. catching of things thrown to me by my friend here. Here, you need this. I got concerned. Booker, catch. But then he told me about Unectol. <laughs> and now, I can catch anything this Spitfire can throw at me. Catch! Ow. Unectol is a non-habit-forming anti-inflammatory prescription-strength pill for sufferers of Booker. rheumatoid arthritis. Some side effects include dizziness upon standing, an inexplicable need to find meaning in the meaningless, hallucinations of cities in the sky, or parallel universes, dissociative identity disorder, or split Booker. personality, dry mouth, and headaches. Some patients experience some or all of the following. Booker! Coughing, itchy skin, sudden unexplained tattoos, the ability to shoot fire from their hands, the ability to control mechanical objects for a time, auditory hallucinations of horses, and constipation. Booker, catch! Unectol is not for everyone and should not be taken with any other medication or with alcohol. Catch it! If you experience any of these side effects, consult with your doctor immediately as these effects may become permanent. Ask your doctor about Unectol. Take it from me, Zachary Ka, I mean Booker DeWitt. Booker, catch! Welcome back, and wasn't that a hilarious skit that you just listened to? <laughs> so, we are here to talk about the future. That's right. Generation nine? Are we nine? Jesus. I am old. Anyway, Generation nine, everyone, and the PS5, and the Xbox 2, and the Switch U. Xbox 720. <laughs> the Switch Wii U Nintendo new, Sport. <laughs> new Switch U Deluxe DS DS Light 3D <laughs> 7D. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the first question I want to ask you guys because um, I don't take questions. It's been bugging me, and I'm not uh, I'm not one to be bugged. But uh, do we even need a Gen 9? I mean, we already have a Gen 8. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you want me to just say the right answer or no? Do, do you want us to go towards you leading things on? Why you playing the space with me? I, do we even? This sounds play weird. Space. You're playing the playing space. Now things? people are going to think you drive a van, Paul. Do we, <laughs> this is not helping you in any case. Yeah. Do we need a Gen 9? Please tell me that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I'm just going to maybe nip this in the bud. Sure, yeah. Um, so literally, <laughs> much like anything, um, the tech industry, especially if anyone knows, it's always, you know, it speeds double. I think it's like every year or something like that. Yeah, more or less. Um, and so the idea is that as we push forward and we end up having games that look better every year. Um, so if you theoretically think about this, um, every game that you play, you know, it has to be the best looking game for that year. Right. Which means the game that you will play next year has to be better looking than the game you played last year. That's true. So if you keep this concept, keep moving, and we're at, I think, what, five years now mm-hmm. for the PS4? Um, Wait, we're really at five years? Yes, we are. We're getting close. Well, no, we're four years now. No. Are we? Five in uh, uh, October. Well, we're at four now. We're at four now, right, I like, guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
But October's just around the corner, yeah, exactly. guys. I just yeah. <laughs> yeah, just remember, October's just around yeah. the corner. So, I mean, and if that you keep that idea moving forward, um, at some point the tech has to push forward, otherwise the performance is going to drop. Right. Everyone talks about pop-ins, frame rate, all of these you yep, know, yep, yep. issues. Well, guess what? If you keep pushing the hardware past its limitations, this is what you get. Yeah. Um, so at some point, the only way to prevent that is to upgrade the hardware across the board. I mean, we have the PS4 Pro. Uh, we have the Xbox One X. And the only reason we have those is because games are pushing beyond our regular means for our base consoles. Yeah, there's a number of games that just don't run very well on the base platforms. No. And that's why. Because those games are pushing the bar further and further out, and we're actually beyond the means in which we can actually stably run on the original consoles. That in mind, well, PS5 has to come out because guess what? Even the PS4 Pro can only work so much with being it with it being something that can run on an original PS4. Same with the Xbox One and Xbox One X. Yeah, yeah. It's there you go. It's a good point. I hated everything you said because the right. one thing that I have a problem with about this Gen 9 is that it's going to be native 4K. And who the fuck has a 4K TV? Well, some people. A lot some of people, people are actually people, fairly cheap now. But. Yeah, they're actually pretty cheap now. But not a lot of people have that in their homes. Like, it's just not a technology that people jumped out and got. Well, it's I don't not know something why. that is necessarily needed. Um, right. I mean, it's just it's the same thing between, like, 3D TVs and 720 to 1080p. Oh, They're, God, 3D TVs. They are, <laughs> they are jumps Speaking of in summer, tech yeah. that some people adapted, but they're not necessary. They are niche things. Um, and, again, I'm just going to keep nipping this in the bud. No, I mean, it, 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 you're making really good points. And, yeah, yeah uh, I, ha- I have a feeling that, um, you know, when PS4 comes out, five excuse me when ps5 comes out we will be seeing more ps uh, uh 4k tvs in people's homes and that'll yeah. be great because we'll probably 4K see blu-ray blue blu-rayers blu-ray players yeah um will be oh you know in your home because it's going to be in your video game console that's true that's true yeah that's a good point yeah and, and it's not going to be why ups- blu-ray is uh, what it is now yeah, HD yeah. DVDs or not yeah it's not going to be upscaled either it's it's not going to be hashed either it's going to be 100% native 4K and that's that's saying something yeah, yeah and I can't wait to get my 4K TV so I, I understand now Dan you're always right yeah I mean gosh I know <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry so um, what do we know so far about this next generation um, and I will translate yes Please, Leonard, as yes, uh, the tech guy here. The, I'm pretty much Obama's angry translator, but I'm more of what PR. Yeah, yeah, for exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we have a lot to look forward to in the future. Yeah, um, so, what are the main things here? So, uh, from what we do know from Mark Cerny, who's actually the main architect behind the PS4, uh-huh. um, he actually came out and talked about what the PS5 is going to be doing. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, system uses a third generation Ryzen CPU with eight cores based on the seven nanometer Zen 2 architecture. Interesting. Okay. Um, Leonard, what does that mean? It's new. Cool. And faster. And faster. All right. All right. All right. Um, uh, the GPU, on the other hand, uses a custom chip based on the Radian's Navi family. Support Interesting. With support for ray tracing. Ah, wow. Which is a big thing. That is a big thing. Leonard, what does that mean? Uh, Better quality. Cool. All right. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
Raining sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Internally, it's going to use a solid-state hard drive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Leonard, uh, what, what? what? Better hard drive. Cool. All right. Uh, read faster. <laughs> you know, you know, back in middle school, you couldn't read that that paper, and everyone laughed at you. Well, not anymore with the PS Five. <laughs> yeah. Now I can read for you. Yeah, and some of the other things are uh, rumors based off of the patent that was discovered that talked about the possibilities of backwards compat- compatibility coming out for right. the PS Five. Right. To possibly read uh, PS4. Right, because um, from this article from Wired uh, that Cerny, right, mm-hmm. um, uh, he he's basically saying that uh, the system is based on the PS4 architecture, which is smart um, because there's nothing wrong with the PS4 architecture that is currently in the system. Nope. Um, they're just putting new, better, greater, awesomer parts inside of that same architecture. So the PS4 Double Pro? Double Pro, Double yeah, Pro. yeah. That's what it's actually going to be called. They're going to ditch uh, the uh, the the five. They're going to ditch numbers and just call it PS Double, Double Pro. Pro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Super Ultra. Anyway, um, so it, all of this sounds really, really good. And the pa- the patent leak, kind of, uh, for the PS4 backwards compatibility thing, sounds like it could definitely work. Oh, and I mean, theoretically, it shouldn't be a difficult problem yeah. because as long as the architecture is uh, similar enough. Uh, emulating isn't really a, di- a difficult thing. No. Because um, it's just going to be software checks. Mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's going to check that uh, the disc is good, and bing, bang, boom, you're playing a PS4 <laughs> game on a PS5. Yeah, the questions are going to be like the PS3 era. Right. PS1 and PS2, at this point, I think, should be software emulation fairly easy. Yeah, um, they really should just do that. I don't know why they don't. Uh, well, Considering that we're talking about megabytes of data for an entire library of games, like... I, I don't know why they don't PlayStation do that. now. I guess, but okay. Well, that, that's, <laughs> yeah, a like, completely that's, that's a completely topic, different yeah, argument. But <laughs> that's, your, that's the answer to that question. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my guess. That should be a topic. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. E three is too close to be talking Once, about future e- topics right exactly. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, PlayStation Four emulation, or would it even be called emulation at that point? Um, but PlayStation Four playing on a PlayStation Five is, uh, from a marketing standpoint, a very smart idea. Uh, considering that, yeah, four years have passed now and five years soon, by the time that this uh, PS5 is announced and out, it will be six-ish years, maybe longer. Um, So, yeah, it would be a really good idea to retain all of those PS4 players and just be like, hey, you want to play all those games? No problem. Come on over. Yeah, I mean, it's the same question, though, that's been from the PS3 to the PS4. Um, And most people are like, well, I mean, they didn't do it before. Well, the but real, there's a reason why they didn't do they, it before. Yeah, and that was because the architecture for the PS3 was actually very much a customized thing that yes. was started out during the multi-core thread. Basically, this was all new tech right. when the PS3 launched, and so Sony created their own specific thing called the Cell, and so for anything to actually run any of those games, it needs to be able to process this really weird architecture on something that is not familiar with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they it's would lit- basically need to put a PS3 inside of a PS4. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point... PS3 and PS5. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, for the, the PS4 to do the PS3, and that's the way it would do that. Yeah, yeah. PS7. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but on that, that's why the PS3 nice. launch consoles actually were backwards compatible, compatible uh, because they actually had the... Uh, 
processor for the PS2 in it. Inside, uh, right. and, But it was creating heat issues, and that's why we ended up with the yellow light. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So, oh, I remember those good old days. Yeah. But anyways. Um, yeah, so the one thing that I did want to mention, because you are talking about processing speed and processors and uh, architecture of those processors, yep. um, I did uh, watch something from Tech Gadgets, uh, their YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure it's Tech Gadget. Uh, they're pretty good uh, with super nerdy shit. Yeah. So I want to preface this by saying that if you don't know anything about uh, computers, I am going to be talking a foreign language for the next three minutes, and I apologize incredibly for it, but stick with me because I will explain what I'm talking about at the very end, and it's going to be fantastic. We'll do our best to make sure. And I will try to translate. <laughs> and I will translate. Yes. Try Leonard, to. Be ready to translate. All right. So. The one problem that processors are having is multi-core. What they're doing is uh, right now they're splitting cores up into multiple sets of cores. So uh, I'm sure everyone's heard about four cores, eight cores, 16 cores uh, on your processor. But we're sort of running into a problem with a a heat distribution on these 16-core massive processors that we'll probably, by the way, never see in consoles. Eight cores, pretty much as, as high as we can get on console. But what they are doing to uh, combat this is splitting up those multi cores, like say uh, an eight core, into four, four core, four two cores, or et cetera, et cetera, math, math, math. What this does is allow the, the chip itself, the CPU chip, to become bigger because, uh, duh. Um, <laughs> you just need more space to put cores onto, um, which will also create a heat problem. Um, but they're combating that by offloading some of the information for each core onto a separate CPU that is a single core on top of the CPU that is already... Anyway, it is an interesting uh, thing that Intel is is dealing with and AMD is sort of following... Uh, close behind um, they are sandwiching multiple cores literally one on top of the other uh, and it's it's a problem that we're going to be facing not this generation but next generation generation 10 is going to uh, run headlong into this problem um, so I mean I'm not sure because I actually hadn't looked into this part of it um, this actually does sound familiar to me from the PS3 era which is actually a problem that it had by running its eight core processor yes. in that um yeah it's great you can have you know uh, if you say you want 16 core or six you want to process about 16 whatever yeah and so you have well you have eight cores so each thing gets two but the problem is is if two is the max capacity of each core then you s- throw like a bottleneck meaning right. one core cannot process more than two if your max is 16 right so as long as the bottlenecks are not too small for it, it can work, but I do worry if that is an issue. I don't know. That's what I was saying. I right, and it. that's what Intel and AMD are struggling with right now. Yeah. Is because we're getting up to these... Uh, there are computers right now uh, that you can't buy. The military can. Uh, but they have like 30, uh, 32 cores on one processor, which is fantastic if you can cool it. Yeah. And the way they cool it is liquid nitrogen. We can't do that in our homes because they can't, they for some reason don't sell liquid nitrogen to just anybody, which I think is ridiculous. Right. That's just easy. Come, God, on. come on. Anyway. Come on, man. I want to use <laughs> I mean, it for nitrogen other things. Nitrogen is everywhere. Yeah. So. I know, right? Just liquefy it. I want to drink it. Maybe right? I'll become something for myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the problem um, is, is heat. 
Uh, it will always be the problem. Oh, yeah. It is the constant problem of, of PCs or anything like Any this. Any tech. That's... Any tech at all. Yeah, heat. Um, so to combat this, as I said, they are sandwich- sandwiching uh, one core on top of the other with a, of course, layer of... Uh, uh, cooling glue. Cooling glue, yeah, whatever they want to call it. I uh, can't thermal remember. paste? Thermal paste, thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that kidding. way yeah. you can do the same amount of work with the same amount of space and then double your work speed with only one bottleneck so instead are, are of two possible a, bottlenecks. Like, Big Mac of processors yes, going here? Yes, yes. And to pretty <laughs> much translate what he said, so imagine having a stovetop, right? Right. You have a stovetop with two burners. Two burners. Right? That's like the PS3. Two burners. Oh, cool. PS4. Two burners. It's now four burners. Four burners. And now, what if you're like, gentlemen... What if we had eight burners? But there's no space, Leonard. How do we do that? Well, simple. We'll sandwich it together. That doesn't work on stoves. Yet, unless we put something to cool it so it allows the heat, wow, (laughs) allows the heat to go through it so therefore it doesn't really affect the speed and the, the efficiency four burners on top you will be cooking everything faster <laughs> i don't think that'll be safe at all hey if the fda approved uh <laughs> the fda approves anything nowadays <laughs> be like that is not right at all <laughs> some guy just working for the fda and listen to us no i, I don't i didn't agree with this i, 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 didn't, I don't know about that <laughs> your analogy is completely 100 percent correct however incredibly dangerous do not put a stovetop on top of a stovetop or it if you do <laughs> or if you do we'll shout you out because of how stupid that is yeah that is pretty stupid yeah um so yeah don't just don't do that <laughs> so uh yes the generation 9 ps5 and xbox two, two um, will not necessarily be having these kinds of problems until we are in the same place we are now with the PS4 yeah. and the PS4 Pro. When the PS5 Ultra Pro or Max, whatever they're going to call it, yeah. uh, the middle ground between PS5 and 6, this is where we will see the Big Mac processors coming out and... That's going to be a different conversation. We're going to have, again, this conversation one more time because it's all about processor speed. It's, It's one thing to have a great GPU that can do trillions and trillions of calculations every nanosecond. But if the computer inside, if the CPU inside can't process the answers fast enough, none of that GPU power is doing anything. You might as well run it on a potato. Yeah, and the one thing I will say is that um, as the PS5 does get closer and people start seeing new games being um, announced for it, don't expect it to be earth-shattering difference. No. Um, It's going to be small details that actually push it the furthest. Yes. Um, It's going to be the shadowing. It's that ray tracing that will potentially be the most powerful thing. It's going to be reflections. It's going to be the details, the shadowing, lighting, ambience. Those are the things that are going to Pop-ins. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then load, 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 uh, distance. Yeah. Draw distance, draw distance, L O D E distance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to take at least two years or so for the processors to be starting to be fully used because we're going to have to start creating things specifically for it using new engines that are actually for the PS five. Yeah. So, I mean, so we already know that PS five dev kits are in the wild. Um, and that is really, really cool. Um, we always know that dev kits are basically the most powerful possible 
currently for any given uh, console. Uh, the Xbox One, we have not heard one word about it. Um, and I don't know why, especially because Wired got a hold of Cerny to talk about the PS5 architecture. Why didn't Xbox reach out to anybody and be like, oh, um, PS5, yeah, sure, but uh, we have Xbox two two back no. here you want to see it no yeah i don't know why and maybe next episode when we talk about uh pre-e3 warm-up um which by the way that's the next topic yeah. of the next episode uh we could talk about why microsoft is doing what they're doing final question then okay pricing pricing so this is going to be 100 percent conjecture oh, yeah. and absolutely like, this is all just guesses yes and pie in the sky i have no idea but I would imagine that it's going to be five hundred. See, I think four nine 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 nine. See, I'm pushing for the four fifty mark for the. They don't like four four nine 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 nine. They don't like that number, man. I think they would if the Xbox Two launches at four nine nine, because we have the PS4 Pro at two nine three ninety nine. It can't be four ninety nine. So what if it went 450 and then the PS4 Pro drops down in price as well as the PS4? Okay, so I'm going to do what... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong No, no, no all, because I know, totally I know. could be right. I'm know. going to do what uh, Inside Gaming did a little bit for oh, uh, no. Switch that I got so angry at them for. I'm basically going to price out the parts of the system at what they are now. Since it is using the same architecture, literally, as the I PS4. I will say something just to shut that down. <laughs> it doesn't matter because there's a good chance that if Sony does do this, they could operate at a loss however they want. Because I, I, know, I, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. If you were... If you were you, 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 I know, I know. So, uh, if it is at the architecture of the PS4, right now the PS4, regular, is going for $300. Fantastic. That's a great price. Um, so you slap a harder hard drive in there, uh, one that, that kicks better and thinks quicker. Uh, that's another, let's say 50, 60 bucks. Cause you're taking out the other one. You're putting another one in. Okay. Um, then on top of that, you're putting a brand new graphics card that no one's ever seen before. Of course, everyone has because everyone else has a PC, a PC master race. So slap another, let's say 50, 60 bucks on there. Huh? So now we are at. $410-ish. Cool. So at 410 they would be uh, losing $10 every sale for a $400 console. Yeah. So unless they, they, they could. I'm saying 400 now. I'm changing my number to 400 They could lose $10 per console as long as they are beating Xbox. The only reason I don't say 400 is because they have to price down the PS4 Pro and the PS3. Or the PS4 base. Yeah. Because at this point... Um, 150 PS4. Uh, PS4 has to drop down to 200. PS4 Pro has to drop down to 300. And then we have 400, 450, 500 as like the mark for PS5. Right. Um, the Xbox uh, has... The Xbox One X has this biggest problem because it's right now priced at 500. Or No. Yeah, 500. 500, yeah. Um, so that actually has to move down quite a bit because what is the significant difference between the Xbox 2? I'm just trying... Sorry, I'm trying to rush through this because it's getting long. <laughs> um, and I'm sure people are like, fucking numbers. <laughs> but long story short, the Xbox One X is already priced at next-gen price levels. Yes. 
So that has to come down significantly, or the Xbox Two has to be on par with the Xbox One X, which makes no fucking sense. Right, but uh, again, I'm going to try and go quickly about this. The reason why they priced uh, the Xbox One X at next-gen prices is because they literally said, this is the next-gen. This is Xbox next-gen. It's liquid cool, Dan. It's not liquid cool. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fucking vapor chamber. Cool. Okay, <laughs> it's a vapor chamber. look it up, people. If you think anyway. it's liquid cool, Google. <laughs> anyway, so because they claimed it is next gen, pri- uh, next gen console, it's not. they can price it at next gen prices. It shouldn't be. So, <laughs> if, if you drop down the five hundred dollar mark for the Xbox One X to four hundred dollars, no, uh, yeah. which they're already starting to kind of, which they're do. already starting to kind of do. Um, if you do that, that means that they can still bump their uh, Xbox 2 up to $500. Yeah. Granted, they would have to do this within the year. They yeah. would have to drop the Xbox One X price down to $400 within the year. Which only brings it down in price line with what the PS4 Pro is already at. With the PS4 Pro has to come down because it's not next-gen fucking hardware. How do they win this fight? They can't. Uh, quick question. Yes. Just because I'm curious. What did you say yours was? Uh, what your number was for? And you said four hundred. Okay, five hundred to four hundred. Yeah, so this I, is I went five hundred. Now I'm going four hundred. Ten dollar loss. As a price, so, yeah, he's playing the prices right role. It's fucking <laughs> annoying. So this is what <laughs> I'm thinking. Uh, just because of everything you said, and I'm gonna make this quick. Uh, PS Five, I see coming out about four hundred. Okay, but then two years. I say a year to two years. Oh, hey, guess what? PS5 Pro. And guess what we're doing? We're making it 450. They may do a better hard, a bigger hard drive, do a 2 terabyte yeah. thing instead. That's do, what I was thinking too. They might do a hard drive. My guess is that they'll do a my thought process is what they'll do is a two version of it, lower uh, hard yeah. drive size, high, bigger hard drive. And then I feel like maybe a special limited edition one that's going to be yeah, bigger point. hard drive, <laughs> different design but or whatever. At launch is the is yeah the right, right, right. At the 2020 Christmas, but, if that's what the, we're aiming for. Again, this is probably uh, we could also talk about Christmas or uh, end of Q4. Uh, uh, Q4. What but, do you mean, like for release date? Oh, release date. Christmas or end of Q4, like uh, Nintendo did. I think they did say it was going to be an end of this year. They were trying to release oh no 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 no, 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 no. Uh, I thought they said that well, not released this not oh okay so it's 2020 confirmed. okay yeah 2020 but um, at the earliest yeah um which is my guess is why sony is not actually at e3 this year um they're gonna probably do their state of play to keep it digital show off some stuff i don't imagine we're gonna see it partner at, with ubisoft or yeah exactly X, just be on stage to, at yeah, other yeah, conventions sure. um and square apparently got their arena so they've got a massive fucking showing for oh, square um, for what all fancy guarantee it just a little anyway, I'm, yeah, anyway i don't want to get on that and then e3 next year yeah is probably going to be the announcement and then that's when we'll get the release dates and potentially the prices hopefully the fucking prices because that means usually out. they announce the price with the console Sometimes. usually well i mean xbox did every single time yeah overall especially with their connect fucking overall shit. my final opinion on it go for it uh i'm actually going with that theory of the two different types of uh hard drive spaces. hard drive spaces um I'm going to say 400 at first, and then they're going to have a different one that's maybe like something terabytes at 500. A two terabyte SSD. I I can see one being at like 500. So 400 and 500. Two terabyte SSD for 500. I mean, they, because if you think about it, Sony's like, they're going to say, come on, we're Sony, we're reliable. 
And I mean, is that their tagline? No, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> State of play, we're reliable. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah. The simple fact that a one terabyte SSD is fitting inside this thing and it's not going to be more than $500 is astounding to me, considering that right now you can barely buy a terabyte SSD for less than $200. Yeah. So, I, anyway, anyway. Um, we are going to end the show. On the, on just okay, the, please, just on please. That note, uh, how much were Blu-ray players when they first came out? They were like $1,000. They were. Yeah, you <laughs> could buy a PS3 for half of that. That's true. So it's That's not true. impressive. That's no, a good so point. Anyways, good point. Forward. All right. Moving forward, we're going to end the show right there. We are so happy that you guys have stuck around this long after all of this fucking tech talk. I feel like we just like gave the worst CD. Uh, uh, what is that? C- C- uh, TED Talk? No, no, no. no. The, the fucking... P- tech people that AMD and Intel go oh, to. like one of those, uh, like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> you guys are fucking bored and falling asleep, so wake up. It's time for the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, hopefully we- you weren't driving, because... Because, <laughs> yeah, you just crashed. Uh, <laughs> we are on Twitter. You can find us at the NPC Pod. We are on, also, uh, YouTube. You can find us at Silver Tongue uh, Audio YouTube channel. We're not... We don't have our own, because we're... Our mothership has her own anyway <laughs> we're, we're fixing it uh <laughs> look out for our fantastic sister podcast the midnight in the bay podcast also look out for the future of our podcast the mpc 1v1 it's going to be a great show we're well, still more making plans more information to come uh what else let's see anchor is a fantastic place that you can start your own podcast on all you have to do is go to anchor.com slash no <laughs> anchor.fm slash start and you get to start your own podcast and this is gonna be fantastic get a bunch of friends together get some mics and have some fun yes exactly thank you dan that was very coherent (laughs) (laughs) uh so as i say at the end am i think am i missing i'm trying to go home to watch game of thrones let's wrap this up (laughs) as i say at the end of every episode thank you leonard for coming thank you so much yeah no problem thank you dan so much for being here yeah i do it Until next game, everybody. Until next game. Yeet. Silver Tongue Audio.